astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning. Good morning. Today, we are talking about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, because why? How can we not not? talk about this? I mean, it's quite, I mean, you know, this is an exciting, terrible at the end of someone's life to be so, oh my gosh, now learning so much more about them. It's true. I watched the documentary um, the other day on Hulu, mm, which you know okay. me. Like, yes, okay, that's, that's how. <laughs> that's how she gets her information. <laughs> um, Thank goodness was... for documentaries, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but it was. I mean, it was fascinating to watch. Even my partner sat and watched the whole thing. Like, wow, what an incredible, what incredible a story! Woman. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, so, um, just to start off, we have a, obviously a solid birth date, so March fifteenth, but we don't have a great birth time. And so everything that we talk about today, we're going to do without a birth time. And I thought this could really show, you know, because I have people reach out to me sometimes and say, I don't have a birth time. Oh, all the time. All the time. They're iffy sometimes about it. Yeah. Or they're mad at their mom. Like, how do you not remember what time I was born? What is wrong with my mom? She can't remember. And there were only two of us. You know, (laughs) I'm going, give her a break. (laughs) Give her a break. You know, sometimes it's, you know, particularly memory-wise, you start blurring them too. Yeah. You know, birth times between children. So, And if you were born in another country, right? So there's all these different reasons why you might not have um, a birth time. So, By the way, can I insert this? The U.S. is very good at documenting birth times compared Compared to to other countries. So we're very fortunate. That's true. So I guess that's just to anyone that's been hesitant about getting a chart done, thinking, I don't know my birth time. Let us know, right? Yes, tell us. Yes, yes, that's the key Um, thing. And yeah, so today everything's going to be done on not having a solid birth time. So I think the first thing that stands out, just again, we're going to just look at the natal chart. Mm -hmm. This is another Pisces that we're talking about. Another Pisces. Right? And it's like 2020, the Pisces have really kind of kept us entertained. They've kept us. Yeah. Yeah. Meaning uh, the Tiger King. Tiger King. Yep. Uh, I think Walter Mercado was one. Walter Mercado. We spoke about him as well. There was another Pisces too. I can't remember now, but it's just interesting. You know, and it possibly, just think about this. Pisces is the end, the end of the zodiac. Yep. So, gosh, that we're all of a sudden, you know, we've had some great civil rights people pass this year. The end of an era. Oh, interesting. And that's Pisces. And it's just, again, that's just an observation. I'm no hard data here to back yeah. that up but it does feel like a lot of things are ending it does doesn't it it does it feels like you know we're all going to remember 2020 oh yeah <laughs> yeah and it's not to put all those people in one category but it is just right. interesting it's like you know i keep thinking oh people can learn about their sign when we cover um celebrities and it's, it's like, like here you're let's talk, like you haven't heard pisces us talk again. about pisces again <laughs> yeah oh my gosh but what a dynamic chart she has she does so i think just again looking at just the natal chart we're just looking at it something that stands out is she has seven feminine planets and three masculine and i know you have like a famous 
kind of saying that you tell clients when you see this? Yeah, when women, when women. And, and just let's clarify, uh, feminine, we could be saying yin. True. And uh, masculine, we could be saying yang. Yes. This is no comment on sexuality. No. This is just kind of the idea of uh, the, the, the um, well, it kind of their, their makeup, their, what their personality is. And yeah, a woman with seven feminine and three masculine, I always say, you look like a woman, but you think like a man. Yeah. People, women like hearing that. They love hearing that. Yeah. They, they feel like they've got a one up on the guys, exactly. so to speak, because they come in and the guys like their logic. They may not agree with them. Okay. But they understand how they've come to that conclusion. They like the way they think. They like the way they think. The orderliness right. of how they think is what it is. They may think they've come to the wrong conclusion. You know, that's arguable. But they see the logic in which you came to that conclusion. Okay. Yeah, so there's 10 planets that we're looking at. Yes. So someone that was, you know, we're looking kind of for five and five or four and six, six of four, you right. know. something relatively balanced. Yeah, so when we start seeing, and we've seen more than an imbalance of seven and three, but this is getting to the point where there's a tipping point. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It can be worse, eight and two, nine and one. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But think of her in all those images sitting there with a room of men. Oh, yeah. Right? Sitting on a male-dominated institution, number one. Yeah. But just testosterone in the room. And yeah. there she is. And I think you made an interesting point, too, about, you know, when we talk about feminine, right, mm-hmm. there are still some characteristics that we more associate with female of yes. being small or being short mm-hmm. or being fragile. And mm-hmm. she really, I mean, amplified all of those things. Yeah, and those... um Shabos, um, I think they call them, but the Shabot, you know, there's a, a it's a neckwear piece that she has a huge collection of, yeah. which is very feminine. Yes. Right. And uh, just even, I mean, am I wrong? But every time you see a picture of her, she has some lace oh, collar. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> always something ringing around the neck. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's not a professional way of saying it, but. Well, every portrait that I've seen of her yeah. has, yes, I think it's called a jabah. Jabot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I think there's two different things. I think there's the collars and then there is this literal thing of that was, it's Australian. I know that Australian courts all wear them um, and maybe yeah. some in the European countries as well. Every portrait. Yes, she, it's like, you know, it's her because they've done some sort of elaborate neck piece. Yes. And I've even seen like face masks made now and they put a piece of lace on the top, like a oh, little really? piece of lace. And so it's like a black mask for your face and they put a little piece of lace that look, that resembles oh. like the necklace, if you will, around her neck. Oh my God. So that's how she, I mean, that's how they're doing it. Even like, you don't even see her face, you don't even see her name, but that's like a tribute to her. Isn't that interesting? So where do you think that's coming from? Okay, well, so we oh. like this degree, right? It's her, oh. in her chart. Yeah. 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 So her Chiron sits at that 24 degrees of mm-hmm. Taurus Scorpio. Right. And when we see this in someone's chart, you know, just like someone that we're talking to on the phone, we usually say, what is going on between your, your jawbone mm-hmm. and your collarbone? Mm-hmm. Because your entire life, there's probably been a great focus around that area. Yeah. Isn't that an odd thing to say? Well, so I was talking to a client a couple months ago, 
and we're doing um, her partner's chart. Mm-hmm. And so I say this to her, you know, right. does he have a lot of issues? She goes, stop. She's <laughs> like, from a young age, he's had all of his teeth removed and all oh. of them replaced. Oh. So heavy dental work. Yes. Uh, and I know that might, you might be thinking that sits a little bit above the jawbone, but it puts a big emphasis on the neck area. Oh, yes. And so she has this natally in her chart. Mm-hmm. And this is how it's playing out, that she always adorns her neck. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Um, and that's the real positive side of it, that she's a, a, a Supreme Court, you know, that she was able to exert strong opinions. Her voice was heard. Yes. Many people, though, struggle with that degree. They feel cut off. They feel, oh, like someone's not allowing me to speak. Someone's cutting me off. Um, Well, she probably did feel like that, but she had some other really strong placements in her chart that made her fight against that. No, that's true. We'll have to talk about Chiron a little bit deeper in another time, but Chiron, where this degree sits in her chart, is the idea of having to walk your own path separate leaving, going in a new direction. I can't help but think of those stories about her not finding, able to find a job, graduating at the top of her class, having to take a typist position somewhere along the way. You know, I mean, really, uh, that she was cut off. True. And forced to walk a different path. True. Anyhow, it's pretty interesting visually how she has celebrated that degree. Right. Well, even when um, you watch the documentary, the one thing that she loves, and mm-hmm. that's her like one kind of escape thing, is the opera. And I oh, thought, are you kidding course. me with the voice? Oh, the voice. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, I mean, the throat is the throat. totally celebrated there. Yeah. And I feel like even in the opera, don't they wear, I don't know, maybe like... Well, I feel like we know they costume. wear a lot of exaggerated... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I just thought, well, there's that neck degree playing out so strongly in her mm-hmm. chart. It's the voice. It's really the voice. That's true. Opera, I don't know what the word is. I'm not, I'm not a vocalist, but they really have to throw their voice. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Projection. Or... The projection. You know, it's such a big sound coming out of them, even at her memorial. I don't know if you saw bits of it, but they had an opera singer there. Okay. And she was singing. I'm thinking... It's like the voice, how could that voice come out of that person? That yeah. was my, I, I'm, un, I'm uneducated yeah. in opera. Well, even what you said about, usually people with this degree, they struggle to be heard. Yes. And then the fact that she enjoys going to see people oh, who, that's their amplifying, life. Yes, amplifying, amplifying, That's right? their job is to be heard. Like you go to uh, opera just to hear them. Oh that she God. might find real great comfort understand? in that. Again, this is just so odd, but I mean... I know a lot of people listening may go, do I have that in my chart? Right. You know, if you know astrology well enough, you could look and see just if you have something sitting at 24, 25 degrees Taurus or Scorpio. Yep. But, um, and if you, if you even feel this is your, you might have that. There's a need to see other people amplify their voice. Yeah. And there can be healing just in that process. She, when she describes it in the documentary, she talks of, of, of it almost like it's her alcohol or it's her drug. Like it's, <sighs> she, she talks about like, it's the one place she can go where she, I don't remember her exact words, but like disconnect or just like that she tunes everything out when she's there, that that was really her uh, escape. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, in olden, olden times, this degree was associated with strangulation. I remember Being that. cut off. My voice being cut off. Well, 
my, again, those are olden terms. Now we get cut off, you know, in speech. Yeah. People aren't heard. Sometimes we look through people when they're not, when they're talking and like, oh, I didn't hear, I know I'm not looking at you. Right. You know, so we, we yeah, elevated a little bit, you know, what that interpretation means. But is that interesting that she would have been, it would have been very therapeutic. Yeah, that's she, yeah. For she, her to go to the opera. Yeah. Wow. So let's go back to her son real quick. Oh, yeah. Okay, so yes. we talked about her being a Pisces, but the exact <laughs> degree that her Pisces sits at is this degree that we know is kind of like, it's like a bouncer degree. And I don't mean like yeah. bouncer, like bouncing up and down, but like you're going to a club yeah. and there's a bouncer at the door and he gets to decide who is let in and who is has to keep waiting in line or who has to pay or yeah. whatever yeah. it is. He's, he's a discriminator. Yes. And so that's her son. Or discerning. Who's yeah. who? Oh, interesting. Yeah. A filter. He's a filter at the door. Yes. And so that's her son degree. And so again, you know, like, see, you never know how people are going to live this out. Are they going to live it out on a positive side? Right. You know, you could find someone like this and they might have a hard time getting into a relationship because they're super, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. picky, 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 right? Yeah. I don't have a good word for it. Yeah. yeah. Venus at this degree, something like that. Very picky about, oh, nope, nope, nope. What do you do? Swipe, swipe right or swipe oh left. I don't know. Yeah. I never, yeah. came, yes. I've never done it. Like so left, I don't know, left, left, you know, left. Le- it'd be left, left, yeah. left, left. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to remember that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I hope not. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So her son is this bouncer degree and right. She made a living essentially deciding what was going to be acceptable and what wasn't. Yeah. But she, she had empathy for those that were being discriminated against. True. People that were being the swiped left, left. Swiped yeah. left in life, People right? People being sent to the back of the line at the club. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. women, minorities, transgender. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And she had sensitivity. So this is living it on a high, high level that she could get herself in that position. I oftentimes run into clients who are experiencing this energy, and they feel like they're being abandoned. They feel like they're being talked down to. They feel like they're being diminished. Yeah. And oftentimes they just leave. I know. I don't typically like talking about this degree in Mm. someone's natal chart because how do you tell someone that? Like, oh, you've lived a life of being (laughs) talked down to or um, maybe you've had feelings like that you've been just discriminated against your whole life, Mm -hmm. um, that you've been asked to leave. And so then, you know, I think it was when we were discussing this, you said, Kate, She's literally been talked down to her whole life because oh, yeah. of her height. Oh my gosh, her what five one <laughs> yeah. something like that. Yeah, she would be talked down to <laughs> right. her entire life. Yeah, but you know what? I will say for this degree, it suggests that you're around people with power. Yeah. So you have a fighting chance at least. You mean you're with people of power? You're learning about power. I hate to say this, but when you're around people of power, oftentimes a lot of table scraps so to speak. Okay. You know what I mean? Think of the simple example of a maid working for a wealthy family. Oh, I'm sure there's a lot of freebies and niceties that come, you know, she's talked down to all day long or he is talked down to all day long. Oh, but Hey, here, take this, take that. We don't want it type of thing, you know? So there is some running with power, but you're not the, you know, oftentimes you have to really fight to get to that position as Ruth did. Yeah. That goes back. Oh, good. It's all ties together beautifully. <laughs> she had to go off on her own path. She couldn't go into 
the corporate lawyers in New York City. She had to go a different path and went into academia and from there, you know, made her leap over into the judicial system. Yeah. But it just, it just uh, on so many levels, it's, it's a fascinating woman. And, um, well, everything you just said could be strengthened by that, um, meetup of planets that she has in the sixth house. Oh, yes. Yeah. Four planets mm-hmm. in the sixth house. In all Virgo. All in Virgo, right. So sixth house is service. Indentured service. Sometimes I must serve. Yeah. You know, I want to serve. I get value, enjoyment out of serving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, and we talk about, too, when... Um, like transit transit planets move into the sixth house and we're talking to clients we say oh women gain this power where they don't want to be owned by a man they don't want to you know they want to be a little bit more independent of them and so her being born with all those planets in the sixth house it sounds like she had a beautiful partnership with marty but yeah he seemed to they seem to be on the same level as far as understanding that she must be about her business. That early on, I think yeah, it said that he said... That she said he was the first man that saw me for my brains or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But also he said he wasn't ever going to stand in the way of her career. Oh, okay. And he made some sacrifices. Oh, yeah. And the documentary is so cute because they were like interviewing this secretary or something. And she's like, oh, yep, we'd see Marty had come in around 7 o'clock at night and say, it's, okay, it's time to go home. Oh, and, and bring oh, her home. Oh, oh okay. okay. It's time to okay. come home. Yeah, yeah, come yeah, home yeah, and eat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, generally, people with a sixth house they want to serve, and you know, so lazy is not a word. They want to serve, yeah. and it may be in very menial ways. Obviously, it can be in Ruth's case. You know, that was a big, big responsibility she took on. But uh, they must have the freedom. Particularly, women with a strong sixth house have to have some latitude. Is that the word? Has to have some wiggle room for independence in their life to go about their business, mm-hmm. not being tied to the kitchen, not being tied to I must be there, you know, I must go back home, you know. So it's a, we can obviously see how she played that out. Absolutely. I think the one other thing I wanted to talk about with her natal chart is so natally she has Pluto squaring Uranus. Oh yeah. Pluto yeah. rules the before and after of things. Uranus is forward thinking, untraditional the thinking, the future. So it kind of set her up to be revolutionary. Yeah. Well, she was born in um, uh, 1933. Um, yeah. Uh, so anyone born in 1933 would ha- also have that. So we could say it this way. It's a little bit of a generational. Yeah. And they're going to be, they're going to create change. They're going to make major changes to what the standards of society are. Uranus mean, what is the protocol in this country? Mm-hmm. Do I need to cover my face? Do I need to, you know, uh, drive on the left-hand side of the road? What do I need to do to fit into this culture? And this says we are going to revolutionize those. So yeah. she did. Congratulations, Ruth. Right. Uh, let's talk about one more thing about the sixth house before we move on mm-hmm. to one bigger concept that we want to put out there is sixth house, especially with Virgo in there would, um, suggest refined or detailed speech. Oh, which right. She, I mean, she wrote her, her her dissents (laughs) that she wrote were so effective. They were said almost someone said her dissents being on the losing side, the dissenting side of an issue 
were so powerful. Yes. That they created change down the road. Yes. Well, even when she speaks, I feel like there's always like a half a second when you like think mm. that she's going to start, but then oh. she doesn't. And I, I have to think, um, even though to me, I found it like, talk, <laughs> like what yes, are you going to say, right? right? But I thought, oh my God, I wonder if she's editing the words, right, in mm. her mind before right. she's saying it. Because I never saw a hiccup with her speech or her say, oh no, no. Uh, what's the word? You know, is she always, <laughs> we've already said that oh, a couple times right. with today. So, but she just, every word seemed so thought out and meticulous, even in mm-hmm. her speech enough, obviously in her writing as well. And I think the one thing, when we say meticulous in speech, when you make that terms makes me think that when she went about addressing sexual discrimination, mm-hmm. she dropped out the word sexual sex Sex. and she put in gender and the joke was that that the word sex would you know distract the males would distract other judges or whoever was there that's best to keep it very neutral gender yeah which really opened it up then to everyone benefiting absolutely right not just women yeah, that pulls in that sixth house, Virgo, and then also pulls back her son because her son is all about editing, trim- trimming, mm-hmm. you know, discriminating. And so she even did it with her words, like what what works or what doesn't. Yeah, yeah, effective speech. Okay. That's the sixth house. So fascinating chart. Again, these are just some of the things just looking at her chart. So huh. we want to introduce a new concept, and we've been talking about doing a podcast on this, but we need a couple more examples. Yes. And so stick with us on this. But the idea that after someone passes away, that their natal chart, like their their astrological chart, continues to live on. Yes. Okay. So we've been studying a couple people that have passed away and what's happening in their charts this year that might spark some of some of the topics that we've seen. Mm-hmm. And so for Ruth, right? Yes. To, if we were to look at her chart. Yes. And we'll use a simple example, right? Obviously we know she's passed away, but the idea is that her chart will live on. And so if you've listened to one of our first episodes about Saturn return. Yes. Ruth will be experiencing her third Saturn return in the spring of 2021 coming up soon yes so again her natal saturn sits at 12 degrees aquarius so here comes saturn heading towards it again it'll mm-hmm. be the third time that she would have experienced it if she was living here but we're saying it will still play out yes and so if we had to make some sort of i'll say prediction yes, right, right of, of what this might look let's, like let's. yes <laughs> with her not here uh-huh. the idea that spring of 2021 there should be something either resurrected in her name maybe there's a statue that goes up maybe there's a law that goes into effect with her name on it right a building could get named after her something structural something that's factual in her name in her name so that's why we go to oh her name's being engraved on a marker in front of a building it's going to be or someone's going to present, oh, we're going to build this, and it's going to be the Ruth Ginsburg, ba- Ruth Bader Ginsburg, whatever. Uh, there'll be something about her legacy yes. that will uh, cement her legacy. Well, yeah, and it's interesting because some people might think, oh, well, you know, that happens right after people pass away. But mm-hmm. this Saturn return, right, and if you've listened to the podcast, it only happens every 28 years. Right. So it just happens that 
we're so close to her third Saturn return. Yes. But let's say her Saturn return wasn't going to be for three or four more years or right. Pluto was going to be hitting her midheaven in a couple of years. Like there could be things in her chart, which we'll probably come back and touch on and stuff. Well, actually that would be very fast. The spring of 2021 to have something memorialized right. in place. Think of, I, you know, I don't want to get into some of the topics there, but uh, think of how long it takes government entities to move, You're to right. build, to get something completed, government projects. Oh my gosh. Can take, decades You're before right. a statue goes up. I mean, am I right? I think I just heard in the news that the Eisenhower, the Eisenhower, President Dwight Eisenhower, who was president when I was born, you know, <laughs> okay. it, they're finally getting his memorial together. It's been caught up in legal battles, all this stuff, just to have a basically a park plaza, you know, dedication to him and his life. And so we need to look at his chart to see what's we need, happening. Yes. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yes. We so, need to look at Dwight Eisenhower's to see why finally now, and I don't even speculate when Dwight died, but you know, we know that he's been passed for, you know, uh, you know, 40 years, I suspect, but I don't know that I have to look it up. Well, I'm gr glad you brought up that point because my, my point was, is that not everyone's chart would they have something so, so significant happening within <sighs> months of their passing. Right. So yeah, we can see what happens in years from now. Yes, it, yes. Yeah, with her chart. So Yeah, we look forward to that. But yeah, I look forward to doing a little research on that topic. The charts go on. Yes. They, the charts, they, I understand, we die. Yes. The chart goes on. And you know who I really want to look at? Who? Elvis Presley. Oh. Right? Okay. He must have something really great about his chart that we're still speculating. Not I'm not, but <laughs> excuse me. What are they me? speculating on? Oh, some people say he's alive. You know, that oh, whole thing that oh, he's still okay. alive, okay. that, you know, okay. that he's, how much money is he, his paraphernalia, you know, uh, or, you know, people buy, they still want to buy into it. Yeah. That would be a, a way like musicians that when their legacy goes on that they, like when they release like 25th year, like mm -hmm. albums yes, or something yes. and they're not alive. I'm like, how are they doing that? But yeah. there's probably something going on in their chart with their midheaven yes, or their sun right. or they're being amplified right. again. So very interesting topic, but I thought this would be a simple way to start introducing it that we look forward to see what is kind of done in um, Justice Ruth's name in the spring of 2021. Absolutely. So that concludes today's topic and... And um, dedicated it to the memory of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes. Okay. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe so you get all of our notifications. And to book an astrology or feng shui appointment, you can find us at www.thekatewind.com or www.maryswick.com. Also, make sure to tune in to my Facebook or Instagram for my weekly horoscopes. You can find me at the underscore Kate Wind.